Hi, hello, how are you, sunshine? Welcome to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Diddle. I am a small town girl from upstate New York. I'm a diagnostic medical sonographer, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, six-figure entrepreneur, future functional medicine doctor, and conscious joy spreader. I am obsessed with helping you navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively uplevel your life starting today. Boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. Prentice Hemphill. Today I want to talk about starting over, people pleasing, setting boundaries, and just letting go of the fear of disappointing people. Unfortunately, we live in a society that makes it really uncomfortable to disappoint people. So what do we do? We find ourselves saying yes to everything. Yes to things we do not want to do. Yes to 20 new clients. Yes to three extra shifts. Yes to running errands for people. Yes to picking up somebody from the airport. Yes to spending a day at an amusement park when you hate rides. Life is a series of compromises, don't get me wrong, but how often are you saying yes? And if you're a yes to everything kind of person, how do you feel about yourself? How do you feel at the end of every day? Do you find yourself agreeing to things that you know don't align with your values, but they make other people happy? Is it challenging for you to say no or to define what's okay versus what's not okay? Because we've all been there. We're all there. We all go through different seasons of life feeling this way. But I truly want to talk about what this looks like for you and for me. Because these people-pleasing tendencies, they come at a high cost. You can't continuously ignore your own needs and emotional well-being and live a healthy inner life. You can't. Why do you think there's so many mental health issues right now in the world? We continuously sacrifice our own well-being to care for others. And and don't get me wrong, I live my life in service of others. I bend over backwards for people. But my exhaustion and burnout got so bad over the past few years that I truly found myself when I started setting boundaries. So how did this come about? Well, I got to thinking when we had some family visiting what this looked like. Now, whether it's my family, my partner's family, um, friends visiting, whatever, whoever's visiting, or I'm somewhere else, I always find time to refill my own cup. And for me, that's spending time alone. So if we're go, go, go three, four days in a row, and I'm just like, hey, babe, like, I'm going to sit this one out. uh, That's a sure sign that I need some time to kind of decompress and just be alone. I don't have to, nothing has to be wrong. I don't need to have any other plans. I just need to be there for myself. Because guess what? If I keep saying yes, people don't get the best version of me. And that's not fair to them or to me. And it really hurts the relationships you're trying to maintain. People-pleasing behavior actually makes it harder to have healthy relationships. Now, why is this so? Well, the people-pleaser mindset, try saying that three times, it's, it's a learned behavior. It's always ingrained in us when we're, when we're young. We learn early that if we behave a certain way or the way other people want us to, we get rewarded. 
We grow up exchanging behavior for rewards, right? And it works until it doesn't. Eventually, our own needs and our wants end up being in conflict with what other people want from us. But yet we've been trained to feel responsible for other people's feelings first. And so we accept fault for other people's disappointment and we put their needs ahead of ours and we focus more on the perception of others instead of our own happiness and well-being. We're uncomfortable with ourselves and we're okay looking in the mirror and accepting that, but God forbid we let somebody else down. And I'm here to tell you, hell no. I need you to stop doing that immediately. Healthy boundaries are impossible to establish because they don't want to rock the boat, right? These people pleasers, you, maybe this is you. You cannot establish these boundaries if you're afraid. This mindset forces you to swallow any negative feelings and just and even jeopardize your own physical health to keep the peace. Now, like I said, this is not your fault. This is not your parents' fault. This is a learned behavior. This is something that's been modeled to you time and time again. And I want to talk about it because I want you to live a better life, a a quality life for you, show up as you, but also for your children, for your partner. It's a ripple effect. If we can break these mindsets, if we can break these things that aren't working, and we can stop jeopardizing our own happiness, we can all be happier and healthier. So like I said, for me, it it comes around when I'm with family because it, it drains me. I'm used to being alone. I spend a lot of time alone. And even when I would move state to state, if I'd go through a breakup or something would happen, Uh, your problems follow you. So if you're running (laughs) and if you're afraid to look in the mirror and you just want to take your people-pleasing mindset to another state, your shit follows you, okay? Sometimes it does mean you need to dig so deep to the core of the problem, to the root of the issue, and that can look like starting over. But starting over and running and hoping something's going to leave whatever it is, leave your heart, leave your mind, are two totally different things. Not everyone's going to bring out the best in you, but you can always choose to bring the best out in you. Let me say that again. Not everyone will bring out the best in you, but you can always choose to bring out the best in you. And that starts with stopping people pleasing, setting more boundaries and being comfortable with getting uncomfortable in disappointing people. As a bodybuilder for so many years, I disappointed people. I never went out for that glass of wine. I never went out to eat. I just I just chose not to do that. I chose not to put myself in situations that I might compromise my goals. And that was a season of my life that I love, that I'm glad I'm through, that I learned a lot from. But if I was to be a people pleaser during that season of my life, there is no way I would have stepped on a national stage and did what I did for myself if I was worried about everybody else. So what's the price of people pleasing? It's uncomfortable, it sucks, it feels lonely, you feel weird, it's a weird feeling. Well, what about constantly abandoning your own needs? What does it look like to honor your limits and just say, no, thank you? No, you don't need to have any reason at all. Because the real price of people pleasing is the way your energy gets used. So with family visiting or if I'm home visiting family and I just feel like I need to be alone and my, all of me just feels drained, 
if I force myself into a situation and ignore those needs, I am, there's a pretty good chance I'm not going to be my best self. I'm either going to be hangry. I'm going to snap at somebody. I'm just going to be reserved and quiet. And the whole time people are going to be like, what's wrong, Shauna? And there's a constant uneasiness there, right? Whether you go or whether you don't go. You worry if people will like you or not. Will they invite you out again if you say no? But your time and energy gets used up being who you think other people want you to be rather than finding out who you want to be and who you are and what makes you tick. And if it's not every Friday at the local bar, kudos to you. If they don't invite you out again, they're not your real friends. So why would you want to please them? The price of people-pleasing means you're never really you in your relationships. You're an edited version. You're wearing those masks I always talk about. Hoping people will like you. And I'm sure you're a likable person. I'm sure you're a lovable person. But this never-ending draining cycle of just showing up and, and, and trying your best even when all of you says, I can't right now, is not what you need. And it's not that just you that suffers like i said in the end it hurts the person or the people that you're trying to please as well there begins to build some resentment you know some anticipation of like whether or not like it's worth having that relationship in your life anymore you you've all heard i know you have people that have been single a long time and they're like i don't know if i can be with somebody again i don't know if i can compromise i don't know if i can like share my bed i don't know if i can move in with somebody again okay I understand all of that. Is that the real reason you don't want to be in a relationship? Or is it the, the idea that you're a people pleaser and you lose yourself in a relationship? Think about that. I know a lot of people like that. Are you the person that gets in a relationship and then you stop talking to all your friends? Are you? Is this a repeat behavior for you? I can name three friends hash air quote friends, old people, old acquaintances that used to be my friends that would get into a relationship that was toxic and unhealthy. And they'd almost be, they'd be embarrassed of what they'd entered into and how they were showing up in their life. So they would cut me out. And I didn't realize this. I kept thinking, man, am I a bad friend? Why can't I keep friends? And it's because I was so true to who I was that these people couldn't stand to be in my life because they weren't authentic. They weren't genuine to themselves. And I'm glad that they removed themselves from my life, but it took me years to figure out that it had nothing to do with me and everything to do with them and their tendencies. So if you feel like you're overwhelmed, you have no free time, you're starting to resent people that you love or judge other people or judge yourself, these are poisons. This is toxic. And if you're trying to nurture your relationships in this way, you're only hurting yourself and the people that you care about. And because the world tells us we have to just be more, do more, show up, no sleep, just run, 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 just be crazy, like do all the things, make a million dollars, more money's going to make you happy. Bullshit. So how do we stop this? How do we halt anything in our lives? Well, first, we have to recognize that it's a problem. First, we have to recognize that we don't have boundaries. What are boundaries? They're a prerequisite for compassion and empathy, says Brene Brown. I love her. Love this. 
We can't connect with someone unless we're clear about where we end and where they begin. Because if there's no autonomy between people, then there's no compassion, no empathy. What about you do you love? What about you are you sacrificing? We all struggle with boundary issues. We have kids. Are you a people pleaser for your kids? I mean, yeah, if, they, if they're, you know, six months old, I don't expect them to run to the kitchen to grab themselves a bottle of milk. You have to show up in different ways in your life depending on what season you're in. But what's okay and what's not okay, that's up for you to define. And it's profound because here's the thing. When you set boundaries and you stop people pleasing, people stop coming to you with the bullshit. This happened in ultrasound for me. There's a lot of women in ultrasound, a lot. And as a traveler, I loved it because I never got involved in any drama. I was there for three months and then I left. There were times that I settled down and had some full-time jobs and there's always some kind of like cattiness going on, right? And if somebody would come to me to say something, I'd be like, I'm sorry you're feeling this way. However, this has nothing to do with me. So I recommend you go to that person and talk to them. And guess what, you guys? They never came back to me to bitch because I drew a boundary. I'm not going to talk about other people. If there's something I'm going through, if I need to say something to you, I'm going to come to you. Is it uncomfortable and hard? Yeah. But you can do hard things. And it's okay to be pissed. It's okay to change your mind. It's okay to do things you want to do and not what everybody else wants you to do. It's okay to disagree with people and disappoint people. So how do we do this? How do we put a stop to lifelong patterns? You're like, Shauna, I don't know any other way. You know, I grew up hearing my mom and dad say that I should be an engineer and a doctor and they wished they had a boy and so I became all those things. You know, my name is Jessica and now I just have them call me John and I went and got an engineering degree and, and uh, now I'm a doctor as well and this is what they wanted. We all know those people that went to school to play a sport. They got a scholarship to play a sport and they don't actually do that for a living. They never actually wanted that. Their parents wanted that for them. They either dropped out of college wasted a ton of money, lost their scholarship, didn't go on to be any sort of professional athlete because it's not what they wanted. They only knew how to deep dive into people-pleasing tendencies. And I'm not saying breaking any lifelong pattern is easy. So if it's so hard, what are we afraid of? Well, we're afraid of conflict, rejection. We feel unsafe. And we feel like these relationships and the communities we've built, they're in jeopardy. But you're in jeopardy too. Because while it's challenging and it's also necessary, if you want to live an authentic life, if you want to wake up like, hell yeah, I woke up today, today's a kick-ass day, I'm going to do A, B, C, D. Then the first step is to establish a feeling of safety and love for yourself from within. Your security 
should no longer be based on what other people say or how they approve things that you do or don't do. Nobody approves what I do. Are you kidding me? I go to Jamaica and I get drugged. I mean, I didn't mean to get drugged, but I did. And I, it was a really scary experience traveling alone. And then less than eight months later, I was backpacking Europe by myself alone. I got robbed in Greece alone. All of the people that love me think I should never travel alone. I disagree with them. I think those are just things happening for me. I am I am I different kind of careful? Am I more aware? Am I, you know, whatever? Have I learned things in this process? Hell yeah. But I'm not afraid. I'm not living in fear. And I'm certainly not going to live for your approval. I have plenty of tools in my own toolbox to be uncomfortable and grow and push past people pleasing. So what does this mean? It means you have to practice putting healthy boundaries in place. When Cam and I were talking, he's like, what do you mean by boundaries? I don't understand. Like if it's family or if it's somebody that's you haven't seen in a long time and you know, whatever. And, and I'm like, I understand that's hard. It really is hard, but it just means if you need to fill your own cup, if they're doing something you don't want to do for eight, 10 hours, you say, you know what? I love that for you. Enjoy yourself. I'm going to meet up with you later here. That's, you know, and then you come as your best self or, Hey, come on over after you guys are done. Like, let's spend some time together at the house or go get, grab a drink at this great Mexican place. Like whatever. But it's so important that you know what you want and what your values are and what your beliefs are. Because if you lived a life, uh, your whole life since childhood for somebody else, this is awkwardly uncomfortable for you. You're feeling guilty. You're feeling worry. You're feeling, feeling anxiety, fear. But in time and with practice, like with everything, you guys, you can increase your ability to tolerate these emotions. They move through you. I'm a very outgoing, friendly, sweet person, I would like to think. But my boundaries, if they're crossed, you know it. I have been run over before. I have lost me in relationships, trying to change somebody, trying to help them be better when they didn't even want to be better. So I started disappointing people. I started saying no. I started saying, you know what? I'm not here to fix you. If you want to go get therapy and if you want to work through this with ABCD, I love this for you. I'm your biggest fan, but I am not going to lose me for you. So this is a shared vulnerability and it will deepen the relationship if it's a relationship that's meant to be in your life. And that's super freaking amazing. Like the fact that you can be brutally honest, create boundaries and get closer to somebody Hell yeah, try it. And if somebody responds negatively and you feel like all sorts of like, what did I just do? Why did I listen to Shauna? You've not only learned something value, valuable about you, but also about them. And maybe you need to adjust their place in your life. Maybe you need to adjust the pedestal you have them on. I don't care if it's your dad, if it's your childhood best friend. Boundaries are boundaries. So with all that being said, I want you guys to get comfortable with disappointing people. Living the life you deserve means honoring your own needs. So you have to be brave and say no. You have to push through the pain in your stomach, the sweat running down your back when it's uncomfortable. You have to create this inner safety for yourself. Breathe. 
you know, I was talking to a girlfriend of mine the other day and she's like, Shauna, you have this gift. Like when you're in a terrible situation or things are scary or before my emergency surgery or when I was drugged in Jamaica, I can meditate myself into this bliss of like, I'm okay. I'm safe. I can manage my blood pressure this way. And I wouldn't even call it a gift. It's a practice I've been doing. My 2024 goal was to meditate every morning, not five days a week, seven, 10 minutes, 12 minutes, taking the best possible care of me because life is going to continue to offer me and you opportunities to grow. And instead of basing my, my life on other people's reactions or thoughts or beliefs about how I should be and worrying about their disappointment, I say, hey, that's on you. That's your responsibility, not mine. So I'm going to leave you with this. It's your job to love yourself and love yourself first. You can love yourself and care for other people. I do that every single day. I love this for me. Communicate your needs, set boundaries, get uncomfortable, and reevaluate where people align in your life. Just because they've been there forever doesn't mean they deserve to be there. People who work on becoming the best version of themselves understand this. Refuse to make someone else responsible for your happiness. Because ultimately, you guys, how we speak to people, how we manage conflict, how we apologize, how we show compassion, how we sit in humility, how we leave clothes on the floor, dishes in the sink, all of these things say everything about who we are and how we love ourselves. I love you. I want you to love you. Love you first. Create a path for better experiences, for the right people to find you. And this all starts with looking in the mirror and getting comfortable with disappointing people. I love you. Have a beautiful day. Spread love, spread joy, spread happiness. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile.